You're listening to Key Conversations. I'm your host, Key Reed. This is the podcast where we sit down and talk with entrepreneurs and other interesting personalities and, hey, whoever else I want to talk to because it's my show and I can. In today's episode, we speak with Amina Green, the natural hair expert. And we're going to talk to her and find out what she does in this natural hair community. So welcome to the show, Amina. Can you tell us um, what the name of your business is and and how you got started and how long you've been doing hair? Yes. Hi. Hi, everyone. My name is Amina Green, and I am, I am the natural hair expert. I have been in the natural hair community for over 20 years. Um, uh, you said tell you about myself. I've been in the natural hair community for over 20 years, uh, teaching women. I'm a beauty school educator who has a passion, a, a, a driving passion for natural hair um, and how to correctly style your hair, how to not do product, become a product junkie. Um, you know, it just really hair and scalp care is very, very important to me. You have no idea. I, I'm guilty of being a hair product junkie. Oh, my goodness. I get so <laughs> many different products and Try this oh down. Try it. It's just it can, it can get very crazy. I know a lot of our listeners um, may be uh, natural product junkies, and um, there's still a lot of questions. Even though um, the natural hair movement, they thought it was a fad, they thought it was going away. It's not going away, guys. Still, people have lots of questions about natural hair. So, mm-hmm. how have you always um, been a cosmetologist? Okay, so I've I've been a cosmetologist since I was twelve years old. I was wow. offered uh right. I was offered a position in the local hair salon in my neighborhood because I done I did all of the the boys with the braids hair in my community. I did all their hair. And so what happened was is that the the owner of that hair salon came to my house and my door and said, Hey, we'll come and we'll pay you to do hair in our hair salon and so I went I was 12 years old and I've been doing hair ever since what and so <laughs> yes <laughs> 12 years like, is that against uh child labor laws 12 years old yeah. oh my goodness oh my you know what it, it, back then it, this was the 90s so you didn't I can't say that I paid any attention to um any child labor laws I was I was just given an amazing opportunity to make like I think it was 175 a week cash wow at 12 12 years old right what in the world Mm. but which back in hindsight what i found out they were charging 75 dollars a person and they paid me like Uh one flat fee because that was a lot of money to me um Uh but i was offered i was given the opportunity at 12 and then the next hair salon i was hired and i was 15 and i was able to stay there to for about eight years um Mm -hmm. and then i I met my my husband in the hair salon when I was uh, 18 years old, and so <laughs> I, I have like legit always done hair. I, and, and at some point, I've always been a businesswoman as well because like I started mm-hmm. my first business when I was six years old. So I've either been a businesswoman or a cosmetologist my entire life. I've never really worked in any other arena. Okay, mm-hmm. so hair has always obviously has always been a love for you. So. You know, people, there's always people in the world that have been natural since birth and have never had perms. You know, I understand Mm -hmm. that. But it seems like people are more natural now. So as a cosmetologist, do you ever, like, give someone, and I'm not knocking anyone that is dark and lovely 
or no lie, <laughs> but are you um, still giving the perms? Are you still putting perms in people's hair, or do you just, okay. like, not deal with relaxers? I have two relaxed clients, and they are related to me because I cannot see them out in the world with any other hairdresser. <laughs> so I only have two, and they're both my cousins. Um, but anyone else, I do not do any relaxers other than those two, and I do not do their relaxers if people are around because they know wow. that I do not relax hair. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. I, it, it is it's yeah. not my thing. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I've been doing their relaxers since we were kids. So uh-huh. that's the only reason why I've been their hairdresser since I was about, like, 12, 13. And so I, them, I'm not going to give them up. But anyone else, I do not relax anybody else's hair. Wow. Ever. I needed a relative like you. When I was growing up trying to figure out what I was to do with my hair, I would see a girl have you on the phone like, I'm on my way over because, wow, oh, that's my great. Goodness. It happens. It happens. <laughs> no matter what, my natural hair cousins, they, they go on the website, they book their appointments, like, quickly. Like, oh, I saw that appointment book. Mm-hmm. It was free. I'm, I'm coming to get my hair done. And so I've been blessed in that manner. But, yeah, I only do – everybody is most – my clientele is 100 – or 99% natural, with the exception of two cousins. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Wow. It's, okay. it's not my thing. So what? So for other cosmetologists that are looking to go into the natural hair care arena, because every cosmetologist, um, one girl that I was going to, and, I, and when I was giving relaxers, I really, really was pleased with her work. But then when I decided to start wearing my hair natural and relaxer free, I had to find someone else because she said, you know, I don't, I don't do natural hair. So you know, a lot of people have, you know return to being natural, and sometimes um, salons are missing out on money because they don't have anyone that does natural hair. So what would you see, say to aspiring cosmetologists that want to, you know, learn how to do natural hair? Um, do you offer any type of education or, you know, offer, classes? I do offer education, and I do offer classes. Um, I don't currently work with any product line. I just teach technique of braiding and twisting and locking of hair um, okay. because it's, mm-hmm. it's, re- it's really uh, – natural hair is really like the foundation of hair care. And mm-hmm. so what happens is, is that, you know, at some point that got switched to relaxers and you find that people just get stuck in their comfort zones. Um, but I encourage any hairdresser to find out um, – uh, to, to learn more about natural hair because it's not going anywhere. The relaxer right. market has dropped at least 12% each year since the early 2000s. So natural wow. hair is not going anywhere. It's not a fad. People are tired of being tied down to straight hair their whole lives. Yeah. Uh-huh. I hear it all. You know, I've seen women yeah. go through all the phases, the big chop, the, the big fro. And so, you know, you have a lot of hairdressers that I myself come in contact with who don't want to get the education, but the education is there, whether you receive mm-hmm. it from me or any other natural hair care specialist out there. Um, but natural hair isn't going anywhere. And the, the easier that you move with the times, you know, the better that's going to that's gonna give you sustainability in this industry. And really that's what it's all about in this industry, is being able to sustain through the times. Um, and I, I just encourage it. I really do. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So – 
The, another thing that is very big with women, or well, I won't say all women, but most women, um, is this constant thing with women trying to get their hair grow to grow as you know as long as possible. Is there any one thing, um, because we probably could go on for hours, but is there any <laughs> one thing <laughs> that, and, you know, it depends on the person, but is there anything that someone can do consistently to grow their hair long? Um, well, first, I always tell people is diet. Diet. You have to be mindful of your diet. You can't eat McDonald's and Burger King and KFC all day because that's that food is not nutritious. And so, just like with your that no right. Um, just like with your your skin, you know, if you eat too many things that's not good for you, it comes out in your skin, and it also reflects in your hair. The second part of that is there are three phases in hair growth, like far as uh, cosmetologists. And so everybody's hair is not meant to grow long. So you have Don't to say be that. able to, No, it's the truth. Okay. It's, and it's a, it's a, it's a hard truth. Um, yeah. You know, your hair can grow better with natural hair. It can grow full. It can grow thick. But everybody's hair is not going to grow till they're behind. And that's a big stigma in the natural hair community um, is that, hey, look at my big chop in January for April and then my hair is to my behind. That's not always the case for everyone. I can cut my hair, and my hair literally, last April, I cut my hair into a bob to my ears. And this year, and now February, my hair is back touching my bra strap. For my sister, my sister could cut her hair in January, and it will not grow. It will take two years to get back, even to shoulder length. So it's not, it's not one, uh, you know, everybody, it's not one um blanketed topic. You know, yeah. I always tell diet, vitamins, water, whenever you're going to pick up a soda, don't pick up a soda, pick up a water because water helps your body absorb the nutrients in the foods that you eat. But also, if you've never had long hair from birth to 30, nine times out of ten, your hair is not meant to be long. Now, and that's oh. different. If, that's <laughs> if true. that dream up. <laughs> it's, it's not the truth. That's the truth. I mean, it, you know, it's, it's just I know, one of those it's things. a hard truth. You're right. It's, it's a hard truth. Everybody's not meant to have I, – I have the longest hair in my siblings. My, it's my mom had, whose hair is longer than mine. So her hair is waistling. My hair is to my bra strap, but I cut it every couple of years. One of my sister's hair is to her shoulders. My other sister's hair is like a bob. So – it's like we're in the same – we come from this woman whose hair comes to her waist. <laughs> and so – and I have the second longest hair that goes the longest. So it's, not, it's just not for my siblings, you know, to have that longer hair. And not, they don't really care for it either. <laughs> uh-huh. So it's, it's just – my example was to be used because we're in the same family, you know. It's, mm-hmm. it's just not right. – everybody – long hair is not meant for everybody. Um, naturally. Now, if you lock your hair, that's where people see, like, who have short hair see where they yeah. get broke. Yes. Because they grow I'm locks. And so, they, yes, and they they like, oh, my hair was short my whole life. But then they grow locks, and then the locks form, and their hair grows so long with locks. But that's because it's collected of, you know, it's a dreadlock is, a, oh, please erase that. Oh, a lock is a form of a, um, of collections of their hair that comes in forms the lock. But other than that, they have short afros, and there's nothing wrong with it. That's mostly what we see, like, in a lot of 4C defined hairs. 
um, texture mm-hmm. is like shorter. Very true. But well, that's because you they might have a shorter. Oh. Let's, let, let's talk about it. Like, okay, so this is going to be very it. controversial. But so for those of you that have never seen me, I am a dark-skinned black woman. And, yes, I am natural. I wear a lot of protective styles. Um, because, you know, I'm trying to grow my hair out or I'm I'm very busy. Every once in a while I'll do, like, the twist out. Um, so I have an afro, a short afro, um, and my hair is probably, like, I guess, like a 4B or C. Um, so something that I was talking um, with some of my friends about that are influencers in the industry, and, you know, we see it, People and companies tend, natural hair companies tend to gravitate towards the women that are natural, and some people would even put that in parentheses with, you know, their light skin, curly hair, um, but they're selling these women on the face of their product, but those are not really, you know, a lot of the women that are buying the product. They look like me. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you've never seen Amina, Amina is very fair-skinned, and she has um, – I guess, 3A hair, uh, very mm-hmm. fine textured hair. Um, so what are your thoughts on that? Do you think that um, – I've heard influencers even say that they've went to shows and been in the same room as, you know, I'll just say light and curly. And listen, um, I hope I don't offend anyone. You know, I like light and curly. I like uh, dark and curly. Like I don't have uh, any type of complex. Um, I've never had a complex about my complexion. But um, I've seen heard them say that they went to, like, shows and, like, the dark-skinned women are on one side and then the light and curly are on another side and, you know, uh, people play favors to the light and curly. So, like, what are your thoughts about, you know, women with, uh, you know, the 3A hair texture and are they catered to more often in the natural hair community, do you think? I absolutely think so, which I think is is an unfair thing um, in our community because the, the majority of the consumers of natural hair products are not women with 3A hair or 3D hair, it is the women with the 4, uh, 4B and the 4C hair because mm-hmm. they are trying to achieve the styles that are being advertised in the 3A spectrum. And that's another um, I, thing. That's another thing. <laughs> oh, yeah, y'all speak on that too, about a few styles <laughs> so, that are in 3A. Yep. Yes, and so I, a lot of times I, I have to bring my clients back down to a reality. Like your hair texture is not meant to do that. And that's it. well. It well, her hair looks like this. It's a lot of Pinterest thing going on with the pat with the product. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of pushing of these a lot of natural hair products. I'm not going to name any names, but right. they know who they are. Where light and curly is a thing, and the, the people who are buying the product do not look like the people they're marketing uh, to specifically. Um, and and a person with four C hair cannot get that deep curly. Oh, I can't think of it. Like you know, wash and go. Their wash yes, and go needs a little go. bit more. A uh, wash and go needs yes, their wash yes, and go needs do, a little honey. bit more work. Yes. So yes. you can't. It, it, it's such a real thing of being advertised. Advertising going to a certain. It, it, I'm like you said, light and curly on the packaging, but four uh, C is the purchaser, is the consumer. Right. It's not fair. Give us, right. give them a product. I say us because that's my clientele. <laughs> um, give give mm-hmm. them a product that is really going to show true results on their hair. Don't just give um, 
this one light and curly girl on this thing. And it, it, it and I don't mean to go here because, like, like you said, but this is controversial. It all ties back into racism, believe it or not. Um, and I hate to tell my clients that, but it's just like wanting to achieve a European standard of beauty, you know. That's mm-hmm. why we wore our hair straight for so long. That's why, like, our 4C girls get so sad that their hair is 4C because all they see in the magazines and on the ads and on the bottles is this light-skinned girl. And not every 4C girl has is brown skin. But, mm-hmm. you know, they see a light-skinned girl with this curly hair. Sometimes the blonde streaks is a lot of what I see. Um, it, it all kind of tries to tie into how the world thinks that people should look. And that that is an overall right. issue for me. That's an overall right. issue for me. But it, it is absolutely the truth. Whenever I go to hair shows, I find that, like, the tables that of the products that cater to uh, the dark-skinned women, the dark-skinned women are not there. They are there at the tables looking at the products that have the light-skinned ads and the curly, you know, that loose wave um, ad with the easy washing, though, because they believe, and it's a true belief. I have to tell people all the time, it's a true belief that they think that their hair can come out like that ad, and that is not mm-hmm. always – it's. 99% of the time is not the case. That's right, the right, right, right. I like that. So ugh, right. it's, a, it's a, ooh, that one, yeah, it, it's a thing. And and also, you know, products, it's the whole thing. It gets so, it's so crazy how advertising and all that go. Most of these product lines get in a lot of trouble because they end up advertising to one person, one type of person on their packaging, and then the, the consumer is a whole different type of person. Right, right. Yeah. It's, it's, like, we, we're in, sometimes we, we're in denial about yeah. our hair, uh, black women. Yes. We are. I was watching this video the other day, and Shakina, the girl that hangs out with Tiny, um, T.I.'s wife, uh, sometimes she mm-hmm. does live videos, and she brings people on the live, and she gives people advice about everything. So Shakina wears a lot of lace front wigs. You know, Shakina doesn't make any, um, you know, she doesn't lie about her lifestyle. Like, she even, like, broadcast that, she, you know, she got plastic surgery and a butt lift and all that. But, you know, um, everybody, you know, that's the thing with a lot of people are wearing wigs. So the girl wanted to ask her some questions about wigs. So mm-hmm. the girl gets on the phone, and Shakina's looking at her, like, has this look. And, of course, people are commenting. And the girl has this hair that's down to her shoulders, but she doesn't have any edges. And mm-hmm. she's, like, looking at her, and she's like, well, why are you looking at me like that? And she's asking her, like, about the lace front and the glue. Now, somebody that doesn't have any edges, and I mean her hairline was pushed all the way back, Amina, and I've mm. seen the video all the way back. But, you know, she I had hair in the too middle. often. Mm. Yeah. And she was like, um, you know, so Shakina was not trying to be funny. She was just like, well, you know, well, maybe you should use the glue. Maybe you should go see, like, a dermatologist and get cortisone shots, you know, friend. And people were clowning her in the comments, and they were like, oh, my God, you know, she doesn't have to hear lie. And the girl was in denial. She was like, oh, no, my edges are there, you know, and her edges was pushed all the way back. I've never seen anything like it. Um, and, you know, there is such a thing as alopecia. People have um, irreversible alopecia. And, I mean, I don't know what the girl issue was, but she was just, like, really, really trying to be nice about it. And the lady was very, very, she got on the defensive and was, like, like she was in denial that her hairline was, like, non-existent or pushed all the way back. She was, like, all the way in denial. She had hair in the middle that probably when she pulled it out, it was, like, down to her shoulders. Yeah, but, sis, mm-hmm. you don't have a hairline. 
And you know, that's hair just like one, yeah, she was like in denial. Sometimes like we're in denial about my hair. I'm not going to lie. When I was a kid in high school and, you know, people have seen, you know, my elementary school pictures, I was bald head. I was what they call bald head. I didn't have any hair. So that's oh my another, God. I had very, very thin hair. So that's another reason why I decided to go natural. You know, when I knew that I was having a daughter, I was like, oh, my God, this little girl going to be bald headed too. But, oh, um, my God. Actually, and she didn't. She actually took my daughter has a full head of healthy hair, and she got very thick hair and very resilient. She took after her dad. So she has, you know, hair to her shoulders, um, you know, uh, laying on her back, you know, she can toss it and all that, you know, when it's straightened out natural right now until she makes a Mm -hmm. decision, you know, whether or not she wants to get a relaxer. You know, she's natural, so she does wear, like, a lot of braids and protective styles, um, you know, so I don't have to manipulate her hair. And, you know, that's a style with girls in her age group to wear, like, the box braids or, you know, whatever. So she wears the box braids. But I guess I say all that to say, you know, one of my hopes is that I will have long, long years on my back so now I just got my bubble burst. Um, thanks to me, that's I would I probably will never like my hair will get to like my shoulders, but that's it. You know I can't toss it, but I guess as long as it's healthy, you know we just gonna have to deal with that for now. Listen, you know it, 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 it's just a real thing. Like um I, I I don't have all my books in front of me to explain it, but there's three phases of hair growth. It's like a growth phase. Uh, um oh my goodness. I had to open up my, my cosmetology books in a long time. A growth yeah, yeah. phase, it's like a resting phase, and then there's a, a shedding phase of hair, uh-huh. right? And so your growth phase determines of how long each strand of your hair grows before it is released in shedding. Okay, now mm-hmm. everybody has shedded hair. I always tell my clients your hair sheds a 1,000 strands a day because mm-hmm. people will call me and like, oh, my God, my comb is full of hair. It mm-hmm. is. So is mine. So is hers. So is hers. That's everybody. Um, but um, so it, it depends on how long your growth phase actually is. And so your okay. growth phase is what determines how long your hair grows. Mm-hmm. So not not like I said, not everybody's hair growth phase is gonna say, oh, your hair reaches to your butt, and it's, it's just impossible. If that was the case, we would mm-hmm. all be one color. One shape, one size. It's just not right, the case. Right. So that's a hard hair myth that I I had to tell people is that like your hair is your hair, and right, right, you get right. your hair genetics from your parents. So yes, however yes. your hair is, blame your mama or your daddy. Yes. Oh yes, blame your mama or your daddy. I guess. <laughs> yes, you know, however your hair is. Sorry. One, yeah, one of my old hashtags used to be hashtag genetics because it's it's. All this, you can't, people will come up to me, I want my hair just like yours. And it's like, unless I got cornrows or something, your hair is not, your hair, your twist out, your rise set is not going to look like mine. My hair is very uh, tightly curled in the top and then, like, very wavy in the back. So yeah, I can't yeah. achieve, I can achieve a similar style, but it's not going to look the same on you because mm-hmm. your hair texture is different. And so that's what we have right. to also embrace in this natural community is that all our hair is not going to turn out like the YouTuber. Right, right. <laughs> it's so, not, everybody's, everybody's hair is not going to turn out like that. Even mine. So, oh, my God. Mm-hmm. So we, we could go on and on about natural hair. Um, mm-hmm. But I do want to tell you all that Amina is actually going to be at our Curls and Cupcakes event on March 9th in Woodbridge, New Jersey. Tickets are still available, and she will be there, and she will be talking um, about 
all natural hair. And you can come and bring all your questions. And, um, you know, she'll have presentations. Like, we're going we're gonna to talk about it. We're going to have this convo about natural hair. Um, we're going to debunk all the myths, you know, talk mm-hmm. about having a healthy, because I'd rather have a healthy head of hair than long hair. Concentrate on it being healthy first, and then it will, you know, grow long. So you can catch her there. Um, I'll put the link in in um, the show information about the hair event. Um, also, I know that we're just going to switch gears for a minute. Um, you are who really inspired you in your life, you know, growing up as a little girl, you know, into adulthood. Is there any one particular person that has really inspired you? Um, I had some great guidance uh, by a couple of great women, um, you know, during, throughout my career. I won't, I'm not going to name any, all of them, because there's so many. But um, my mentor in my head is Tamika James. She's a, a hairstylist in New Jersey. Yeah, I've heard of her. Yes. Oh, my God. Okay, I've heard so of her. Yeah, yeah. in my head, I met Tamika James when I was, like, 16 years old, and I met her at a hair show that I attended, and she was, like, relatively young looking back. She was, like, maybe in her 20s, late 20s, early 30s, and what I – her career was always something that I kind of molded what I would like to see my career grow to and surpass because she's, uh-huh. like, grown into this amazing motivational speaker. Um, she teaches techniques. Um, she started her own, like, hair show event, just things that yeah, I absolutely yeah. love. Yeah, yes. show, right? Yes, extensions. Yeah. So that was her. That that was all her. And so, like, though that that right there was kind of like what I I knew. Like, what happened when I was younger? She was in Irvington. I was in Irvington as well as a stylist. And she, when she closed, she opened. She started selling her own hair DVDs at the hair shows. And knowing what I know now, that took a lot. Wow. That she traveled very young. She's a mom as well. She's a wife. She, but. Tamika James has, like, truly, like, helped me kind of, they say, like, look to, in your career, look to the people who have careers like yours. So Tamika yes. James is a, is a local. Yep. Yes. And her, she's a local from where I'm from, from Irvington, New Jersey, who I've seen, like, her hair salon Asiana's grow to be Tamika's beauty to this expo, to this now motivational speaker. So in my head, she has always been my mentor since I was 16 years old. <laughs> Oh, okay. I didn't know she that she was out here. I just found out about her in the last five years. I didn't know she was out here doing it like that. Okay, cool. Oh, yeah. She's amazing. She's amazing. She doesn't even yeah. she doesn't even know probably who I am. I'm sure she doesn't, but I know that I have like molded the majority of my career trying mm-hmm. to do same similar things, you know, but in my own lane, uh-huh. like her. I know. I know that you know. Eventually, hair shows for professionals is something I wanted to do. Motivational speaking you know, for, for for hair professionals is something that I want to do. So that's all kind of stems from her from starting selling her DVDs. When I met her at that hair show and I found out she was from Irvington, I was like, "Yo, mm-hmm. I gotta follow this lady," and I have, and I, she's still one of my mentors in my head. Wow. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Great. So now we're going to enter the lightning round. In the lightning round, I'm going to give you two choices, and you have to choose the one that you would rather. So it's called Would You Rather. Okay. Okay. Okay, Ms. Amina. So would you rather Merlot or Moscato? Moscato. 
even though I don't drink. Oh, oh, I'm allergic to red wine. (laughs) Oh, wow. Okay, I didn't know that. Okay, Mm -hmm. never heard that. Okay, Um, press and curl or blowout? Press and curl. Press and curl. Why? I'm old school. I'm old school. school. Okay. I'm old school. I'm an old school hairdresser. Now, we know that you don't do cream relaxers anymore, but Mm -hmm. if it were back in the day, dark and lovely or cream of nature relaxer? Dark and lovely. Okay. Okay. Dark and lovely. Okay. All right. Um, Paris or Jamaica? Jamaica. Jamaica. I'm off at the uh, beach and sand. <laughs> <laughs> and right. I like getting tan too. <laughs> yeah, I get tan. Oh, yeah. Okay, so let's go back to the natural. Twist out mm-hmm. or braid out? Twist out. Twist out. It makes it look like you got organized curls. Oh right, right, right. Yeah, I, twist out actually works better for my hair. But okay, Everybody. Um, so one more. Mm-hmm. Does everybody say that? Yeah, everybody says the twist out looks better, unless your yeah, hair is really yeah. long, because yeah, the braid yeah, is more like cool. a like a like Quickly, a right? zigzag. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, full locks or box braids? For me to do them or have them? Uh, for both. Um, I like I prefer box braids on my hair. But I love the beauty of Folox. Okay, yeah, yeah. I like the beauty of Folox, too. Mm-hmm. Okay. So how can um, our followers, um, first of all, tell us, we know you're doing Curls and Cupcakes. Tell us about anything that you could have coming up in the near future. And also our followers want to know how they can get in contact with you. And I will also put the information in the show notes. Okay, so my uh, you can get in contact with me through Instagram or my website, which is both I am Amina Green. Um, my website is IamAminaGreen.com. Um, right now I have uh, cupcakes and curls coming up in March, on March 9th. Um, I'm looking. I haven't closed one speaking engagement. I, haven't, I can't exactly say exactly where it is just yet, but I have another local mm-hmm. engagement coming in, hopefully at the end of March. Um, and it'll be a every month series until August. Oh wow! Okay, okay. <laughs> yes. So, but the contracts haven't been signed, so I'm gonna keep my fingers crossed um, until the contract is signed. Yep, also, it's I'm going. It's already yours. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm actually starting a podcast for young uh, black hairdressers in my industry called Young Beauty Professionals, um, and I have yep. a book coming out at the end of the month called The Entry Level Hairstylist. For, for young beauty professionals so that we could know how to, like, come out here and be able to service people correctly. Yes, yes. Thank, Thank you for that. And we will include all of that in, our, in, our, in the show notes. So will the book information be on your website when it's released so people can refer back to your website? Yes, the, the book, I'm waiting for my copyright to come back in. So the book will okay. be on my website and on on Amazon, I just oh, I just released a new ebook on my website that is um, for naturals. It's called Beauty Supply Shopping Without the Confusion. It's on my, it's in the store on my website. It's okay. five dollars right now, I believe. Because um, mm-hmm. I, I I like to write ebooks and stuff in my spare time because I don't always have time to do videos and whatnot for right. people. 
So the ebooks help me get all of the information out. There'll be a series of uh, naturalista ebooks uh, dropped this year as well. Some things that I've right. done. So it, it's going to be a, a pretty lot. pretty yeah. cool year. Right. Sounds like everything lined up, and that's good. Busy is good. Um, Busy thank is you so good. much for joining us. I mean, a, a very insightful conversation, and I will see you at Curls and Cupcakes. Yes, you will. Thank you okay. so much for joining us, Amina. Um, Thank you for having me. Know, uh, we will be following you on social media. Uh, you've already given us your Instagram um, tag, and we will also mm-hmm. include the information in the show notes. See you on March 9th at Curls and Cupcakes. Thank you. Yes, you will. Thank you. Have a good evening. Note of Key Conversations. I'm your host, Key Reeves, and I'm signing off. Please be sure to follow me on Instagram at Key Reeves. K-E-I-R-E-E-D-E-S. Until next time, I appreciate y'all.